Hello, and welcome to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. We'd also like to invite you and your family to join us for our annual Walk for Life coming up on September 7th at 9 a.m. For more information about this event and for other resources, visit candygibbs.com. Well, this is Candy, and I'm so glad that you're joining us on the podcast today. We have some special guests with us, and we are going to talk about the Hope Choice Mentoring Programs, which is something that is an integral and very important and valuable part of our ministry. And so I'm just very excited that you're going to get to hear from our two leaders in mentoring, and we are blessed to have them um, as a part of our team. I want to share 2 Timothy 2.2 with you, and this is what that verse says. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And then Proverbs 27.17 says, Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And that's really the heart of where our mentoring programs began. And it is just an opportunity for those of us who have seen the Lord move in miraculous ways in our lives personally to pour into the next generation and to relate to them and encourage them in difficult times that um, he always shows up and he always has a plan. And if we will just turn our hearts and our attention toward him, he is so faithful to speak to us. And so that's what we spend our lives doing in the mentoring program. And I want you to hear from these two incredible ladies. We have uh, Dawn Riley, who is our mentoring director, and Cindy Sickles is our trainer. And they are good friends, lifelong friends, and just such an important part of the ministry. So I want you to hear from them. Don, would you just tell us a little about you and your background and your family? We would love to learn more. Sure. I have uh, four grown children and love to be with my children. They, they are the light of my life. And I've worked in public education for 32 years. So I come to the ministry with a background of education, and that's really helped prepare me for that because we have to prepare our lessons. They need to go along with what's supposed to be taught in the social-emotional health curriculum, and so we're able to do that, and that's what I bring here. And then Cindy Sickles is our trainer. Right. And I also have four kids. I'm married to Scott Sickles, and our kids are all grown. We're empty nesters, and we're loving this part of life. We are grandparents, and it's just a great time of life. And this, um, because I have grandkids coming along, this ministry means a lot to me because I see the challenges that they're facing, and I want to be sure that there's a voice reaching out to them and sharing the hope that we find in our faith. Um, I also came from a public school background. I taught for 22 years, and it's been a great blessing to continue to have relationships with the kids and the teachers in this role, but to be able to come back to the schools with a, a different opportunity for them. And I've just so enjoyed the position of working in the mentoring program. I think that it's interesting that both of you 
retired from teaching and then pretty quickly came on board with us here. Why do you think you made the decision to go ahead and maybe come out of retirement, for lack of a better word? I always felt like that there was a role for me in the ministry, some some sort of ministry. And I've always um, really believed in what Hope Choice stands for and what they're doing. And to be able to work in the mentoring department lets me be with the kids still. And um, it just gives me the opportunity to practice my giftings in a ministry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think I was retired for 10 days before I started my job <laughs> here. And so I hope you rested up. <laughs> I dreamed of, you know, kind of kicking back and doing what I wanted to for a change. But, you know, the Lord opened this door, and I, I never questioned once the door was open. I knew that it was an opportunity that, it, uh, like Dawn said, you kind of always know you have a calling into something. And I felt like this was a good fit for all my life experiences as a parent, as a teacher. I'd worked in nonprofit a little bit before, and just the relationships I've had in the past have been, um, it's made it easy to fulfill this role, I think, just connecting people. So it's been a, a great blessing. Well, it has definitely been a blessing to us and any of your kiddos that have been involved with the ministry here and with Don and Cindy have definitely been blessed by them. Um, Why do you believe that our mentoring programs are important in this community? Do you want me to go first? (laughs) I believe that um, our mentoring programs are so important to this community. It is amazing how many kids that we are reaching daily in the school system and not uh, just here in Amarillo, but we also spread out to surrounding areas. And we're able to go in and with our Reach for Greatness program and talk to kids in the public school system. With our LEAD program, we're able to equip these kids to become the leaders that they are destined to be in the future. And then we also have our programs in-house that we're able to speak life into these children and and pray with them and be with them and and become mentors not just for that program but for for life. They know us, they know who we are and they know what we stand for and it's just it's wonderful to see the what is happening in these children in their lives. Yeah, exactly. You know, I had an opportunity to work in nonprofit and mentoring before, and then I know as a classroom teacher for so many years, when I started teaching, we taught a lot of character and value education. Mm -hmm. It was part of the role of a classroom teacher. And what's happened over the years is um, so much is required of teachers now. And there's just not time sometimes to sit down with a student and say, you know, let's talk about when you told me that lie. You know, you can't... There's just simply not time for the teacher to do that. I think families are feeling the push of time pressure all the time. And even parents who want to teach their kids good, positive values often don't have the opportunity or they just don't have the time with their kids to do it. And so the word that I've always used about these programs is powerful because we're able to Mm -hmm. communicate biblical truth. We're able to talk about even in the public schools where we can't say the name of Jesus we're teaching biblical values and there's just something very powerful about being able to do that I agree absolutely 
Do you guys have a, a specific story or experience that comes to mind as maybe your favorite that you've had so far? Yeah, it's so sweet. I, mine is the first day. When I started, I was actually in the school speaking quite a bit, and I spoke with some great people. But um, the very first day, I was kind of just watching. And at the end of the day, we were leaving. We had on our T-shirts, so they knew we were the speakers. And our T-shirt said, said, Reach for Greatness which is the name of our one of our programs. And as we were walking through the hall, the teachers were in the hall trying to shush the kids and keep them quiet. And one little girl was waving at me and she she was trying so hard to be quiet, but finally she said, Miss, Miss, thanks for the greatness. Thanks for the greatness. <laughs> just love that. <laughs> but so excited she could normally she contain it. She couldn't yeah. keep herself oh, quiet. I love so, that. Sweet. <laughs> so sweet. So <laughs> sweet. I love it. I love when I get to see kids in um, the just in the community, and I can go up to them and we'll start a little conversation. I always ask them what school they go to, and they'll tell me what school, and I'll say, "Oh, do you do you have Reach for Greatness at your school?" Of course, I know they do because I have the list of schools. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids always have something to say that's very positive about the program being in their school. They might say, oh yeah, Miss Cindy comes to our school, or oh, I loved it when we got to play this game. They're excited yeah. that we go into their schools and that we speak to them. So it's it's rewarding to me to be able to talk to the children just out in the community. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think the thing that is most meaningful to me when I think about the programs is that I think that kids and teenagers need to be seen. And in a 20-minute time period with them, and it's a classroom full of kids, we cannot address and solve all of their individual issues and problems. Mm -hmm. And that's really not even why we're there. Right. But we are there to see them and to notice mm -hmm. them and to speak value into them um, in a compassionate way, in a positive way. And sometimes those may be the only positive words that they hear. Absolutely. And I think that is a, uh, that is a very big calling, and it is an incredible opportunity for us to just make sure that kids feel valued. Right. And um, we are, our team does that just so well. So I'd like to talk just a little bit about how big of an impact are these programs having on our community? So I know Dawn knows these numbers better than I do, and they change really quickly. Um, how many school campuses are we on at this point? We are currently on 98 school campuses. We have 13 uh, lead council programs on campuses, and we, we're on 85 campuses with Reach for Greatness, so that's a total of 98. Oh, that's incredible. You know, we often joke that years ago we used to pray and ask the Lord for opportunity to speak to kids. Right. And now we pray and ask the Lord to please send people Amen. to fulfill the <laughs> yes. opportunity exactly. that we have. Exactly. Um, we have seven mentoring programs and two of them are offered in the public schools, and that are those are the two that Don just mentioned. And then five of them are scripturally, biblically founded and based, and um, broken up in age uh, groups, and then also boys and girls. 
So we are just so blessed by the overwhelming uh, reception that we have in this community. And um, how many speakers do we have that go out into the schools? We have a total of 56 of, as of today, and they're all trained for this, this coming semester, so we're excited about that. They are all well-trained well -trained. because between the two of you, you have about... 55 years-ish of teaching You're experience. You're making us that old. <laughs> um, and no, you are experts, and you have a beautiful way of teaching our speakers how not only to present in a professional way, but to relate to kids um, at their different ages and seasons of life, and that is incredibly valuable. So um, that is awesome. I just looked at our statistics last night, and we have had over 100,000 interactions with students Amazing. in 2019, and we are just right. getting started right. with this semester. Right. So it is, it is amazing, the outreach. Um, brand new and off the you know, off the press, and nobody even knows this really yet, but uh, we are going to be doing some mentoring programs in the College Station area in the next few months, as well as in Wyoming. And Exciting. so it is just, the Lord continues to open doors, and we're just so thankful um, to have the chance to walk through them. But we always do need more help and yes, more participation. Do. So if someone feels like they may be called uh, to serve in any of the programs, either the, the biblically-based ones that we do here or the ones we do in the schools. What is the process for that, and how do they go about it? They can actually go on our website at hopechoice.com and they go to the mentoring page. And then when they scroll down that mentoring page, it, is, it says, would you like to become involved in mentoring? And right there, they can click on that, and it will contact me. And I will email them. We'll, we'll have a conversation about it. And then they'll have to come in and we'll do an interview to be able to mentor either in the schools or in our programs in-house. And then they don't need to feel nervous or overwhelmed by it because they're not only a part of a team, but then we take them through a training process to make sure that exactly. they're ready to go. Exactly. We train each of our speakers specifically for the program that they want to work in. We'll start by just going through the different programs and what the opportunities are. There are some that are volunteer opportunities and some that are paid opportunities. But we uh, then we train them. We walk through the process together and do all the paperwork. And then we send them out to observe and to work with other speakers. So we don't just you know, bring people in and say, well, good luck with that. But we walk them <laughs> through the process. So, One thing that I appreciate, too, is that if you decide you want to become involved, you get to choose kind sure. of the age group that you're right. comfortable with. Um, I love middle school. A lot of people, that is their least favorite <laughs> age. Um, but whether you like the older, the right. teenagers or middle school or the younger kids, there is a place for you, and Absolutely. we would love yes. to hear from you um, anytime. Um, also, I want us to give a little information about, I know that we're 
uh, starting up a new semester of programs. And if I had a child or a teenager uh, that I wanted to get involved, how do I do that? The same way, you go to our website at hopechoice.com and the mentoring tab at the top of the page, you'd click on that and it takes you to the programs that we have. We have Chosen for girls 8 to 12 and Squires for boys 8 to 12. We also have Pearls for girls 13 to 18 and Bravehearts for boys 13 to 18. So you choose which program you want to register for and you register right then and then you'll get an email saying that yes we received your registration and we will let you know if there's any more information you need to go along with that okay you know one thing i might add is that um when you're talking about parents being involved parents may want to just talk to their kids about hey do you have a program at your school called reach for greatness because they probably do mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it would be interesting to the parents, I think, to hear the kids talk about the lessons in the program. Because sometimes parents aren't aware that we're in their child's school. Mm -hmm. And I think they would enjoy having those discussions with their children. Absolutely. And these programs that we do um, outside of school, it is such a fun um, experience if your kiddos will get some of their buddies sign up and come and do these programs together. Yes. Uh, they really will enjoy it. And uh, Chosen and Squires, that's for the eight to 12 year olds. Uh, we talk about what does it look like to be a Christian and to be a godly young person when I'm 10. And then in Pearls and Brave Hearts for the teenagers, we do talk about relationships and how to live a pure life. Um, and then we have a program for college kids called Lead On, and we do retreats and then some different things in the summer. So regardless of the age of your uh, kiddos, we have opportunity for them, and we would love to get to know them. And all of those programs are free, so there is no cost involved, um, and it is just our privilege to get to be mm -hmm. with them. If you do, um, if your kids do attend a school that we aren't in with Reach for Greatness or Lead Council, we would love for you to holler at us, and let's work together to get on that campus as well. Well, thank you girls for taking time to come and, and share with us today. Thank you for having us. And thank you. And thank you for all that you do for this program because I believe this is an incredible tool that the Lord's using in this community. Thanks for listening to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. For more information and other resources, visit candygibbs.com.